When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. So we have some friends that would have kids and they don't leave the house for three months. My wife, like four hours into having a kid, she's like, we're going to Target. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I put a sleep mask on. It's dude in the afternoon when the sun's out because even with your blinds are closed. You live like a divorcee. <laughs> like with a silk robe with fuzzy sleeves. Just wake up to get his Amazon Prime package at you the door. You are Hugh Hefner without the harem of women. <laughs> the Dave and Mahoney Show. I would love to hear Audrey do more um, share impersonations. <laughs> Come on, Audrey. Just give him a little, give him a little taste. <laughs> Why? Just a little taste. It's so good. Please. No matter how hard I try. See? Yes. yes. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, it's been real hot across the entire country, and they're saying it's the hottest month on record ever. Yeah, that seems seems about right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, But if you've been noticing, hey, people seem like they're in a lot really uh, much worse mood than they normally are because of this heat. You're not wrong. The record-breaking heat across the U.S. Is exp- that the U.S. is experiencing this summer can stress people to their limits. They say it can be particularly hard to navigate for those that have mental health issues. So all mental illness increases because of heat, and it makes people experience more fatigue, irritability, anxiety, and exacerbate depressive episodes. And that's not just for people who have struggled with mental health in the past. If you feel like you're more irritable in the heat, you are. Oh, a hundred. I mean, think about a time when. Air conditioning wasn't nearly as prevalent. Like, or you think about like the summers in certain areas where you just didn't have air conditioning and yeah. you get a heat wave. People go like they, they, their personalities change. Yeah, they, they, nobody likes being too hot yeah. all of the time. So if you feel like there's been this level of kind of irritability, uh, you're not wrong, and hopefully we get some reprieve from that. Yeah, summer. I mean, like the summer times, you get crazy aggressive. And or violent. Mm-hmm. And then the winter, you get like crazy ass depressed. Yeah. Like when it's too cold, it's like, it's weird how our bodies react to the environment in that regard. Well, spring and fall, though, hopefully pretty good. And fall's coming up, maybe. maybe. Hopefully. 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 Uh, some you good know, news like today eight as weeks well. from now. Yeah. <sighs> some, uh, some good news today as well. There is a story about a UPS driver, and it has nothing to do with this strike that's been looming and this all this talk about Luckily, they got that figured out. They got that figured yep. out. This is just a case of an individual guy. His name is Chris Schwenk. He is a Virginia UPS driver. He is being praised as a hero for going above the call of duty and rescuing a resident's dog from a fire. You're like, how did, did this happen? He was on his route, and he could smell something burning, noticed a home, which he was very familiar with, due to their friendly dogs had caught fire oh, after no. being struck by lightning. Holy cow. So called 911, rushed to the home, banged on the door. He could hear the dogs inside, but no answer to the door, so the people probably weren't home. And so he decided he had to do something quickly, and he kicked the door in. He was able to get the three dogs to safety with the help of a couple other people. He then went back to doing his job. 
Well, so you, you gotta. Just, you got the packages out. Yeah, ca- but, casually kick the door open, what, save the dogs, and then went about. What his kind way. of badass though? Because like, have you ever tried to kick a door in? Because I've tried to kick a door in before, and that ish is hard. It, I mean, if even if you're trying to donkey kick, if it's a if it's a bedroom door, it's one thing. If it's a front door, I'm talking front door, and it's, it's dead bolted. Yeah, yeah. Like you got to have some oomph behind it. But you know those you know those UPS. You never see a UPS driver with scrawny legs. Like those beefy legs oh, and yeah. tight brown shorts. Like if it, if I want to hire anyone to come kick my door and it's going to be a UPS driver, I want to know what Brown can do for me. Well, they can kick in your door and save your damn dogs. That's right. Uh, he's being uh, recognized by the homeowners, his coworkers, and the community for his heroic actions. Well done, Mr. Chris Schwink. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there are very few things that I find more joy in than when you get that little ding dong. From your Amazon, it lets you know that your package has arrived. Oh, Especially when you're like, boy, I don't, I don't even know what I ordered. I don't even get Amazon updates, so that's that is something that's you don't get like an email when no. a package arrives. None of that stuff. No, really? I mean maybe because I don't like my my like I don't use that email account because I signed up for Amazon literally like 25 years ago. So it's like a junk email account. Yeah, yeah. that it's so yeah. uh, I don't get any notifications, but. Uh, You've, you've been trained? Oh, yeah. I've been trained. I get the email notification. I'll get the little Alexa going off. I know that you don't use Alexa. Yeah, I'm in the Apple. You're in the Apple system, world. Yeah. But um, I've got a couple of Alexas around, so I get the little notification when a package has been delivered, and I just love it. It's just wonderful little... Yeah, I don't even remember what I ordered. Let's go see what it is. Sort of okay. surprise. Um, it's not so great for this Virginia woman who said that she was receiving hundreds of Amazon packages she didn't order, including headlamps, glue guns, and binoculars. So Cindy Smith said the boxes started showing up at her house, and she had received about a thousand headlamps, eight hundred glue guns, Hell yeah. and dozens of pairs of binoculars. And the boxes all had her address on it. Had a different name though, and it sounds like maybe a maybe a Chinese name. Uh, she never heard of it before. Uh, Amazon officials said they looked into the incidents and discovered the packages were the results of vendors shipping to random addresses in order to remove unsold merchandise from their fulfillment centers. So they're just getting rid of this junk because... They're unloading this stuff, but then they're just sending it to random people? Like, what kind of dirtbag does that, man? I mean, what do you, you say dirtbag, Dave? I mean, I would love 800 pairs of binoculars, 800 glue guns, and what was the A other... 1,000 headlamps. Dude, do you know headlamps? Yeah. Like, you know, no, it's, it's good. People, I use a headlamp when I walk outside at night. Oh, it's that type of headlamp. I was thinking it was like for a car or something. You're talking about like an actual like spelunking I, or walking headlamp? Yeah. Okay, sure. If you don't have a hands-free headlamp... You need to get one. Do I? Yeah. For what? I mean, because you, you, you got to trust one of your kids to hold that flashlight. Actually, you know what? The last time we did go caving not that long ago, the 4th of July, and I was sitting here in this cave kind of looking in there with like my cell phone light, and I'm like, this is not bright enough. No. I need a headlamp. Yeah, or maybe 1,000 headlamps. Exactly. So Cindy said that the way that she has remedied this, because originally she thought, have you ever heard of the, like the brushing scam where there will be people that list stuff on Amazon and then they buy it from Amazon so that way it's a verified purchase but they buy a whole bunch of it so that way they can rate it at a high rating and they're basically like fluffing the ratings Sure, yeah. but it has to be a verified purchase in order to do that. Well, she thought it was one of those type of scams where it was somebody just trying to up their rating. It turns out that's not the case. It was just them trying to hollow out this warehouse and um, and sending random stuff to random people. So her way of responding to this was she loaded up her car, she said, with all these headlamps and, and glue guns and was just giving them to everyone she meets. 
She was, she was like the headlamp glue gun Santa Claus. That's right. Just walking around anyone. Here you go. You want a headlamp? You want a glue gun? And honestly, if somebody's like, hey, you want a headlamp and a glue gun? I can't think of anyone that'd be like, no. I mean, you, there's a use for both at some point in your life. I don't need either of them right now, but one day. One day. Absolutely. Good job, Santa. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Well, well, well. It's Audrey. I'm calling all the way from visiting my lovely father in Seattle for his birthday, only to find out that you guys are spreading rash conspiracy theories about me. Hashtag Rashgate. This is ridiculous. I am not there to defend myself. And I would like to start a rumor here in Seattle. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'll think of it. And uh, whenever I do, it will be true. Because all the, the I even had somebody who was commenting on my Instagram post. This is how I found out about it. Not even from my my best friends, Dave and Mahoney, that I had been talked about on air in this despicable way. Someone commented on my photos saying that I was rashy. Thanks, guys. I'm going to spread some rumors about you, too. Hashtag Rashgate. Hashtag not true. Message deleted. Yeah, so um, we were talking about Audrey's awful rash that she is suffering. She claims she's in Seattle visiting her dad for his birthday. We all know that's not true. Um, and she had posted a photo, you know, like out to dinner or something like that, enjoying a cocktail, just hanging out. And, yeah, I had like a cute dress on. And I guess somebody that was listening to the show commented, hey, I don't see the rash. What's going on? Yeah, called her out. She posted an old photo. That's what she did. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we all have access to Photoshop these days, and you, there are ways that you can Photoshop out even the worst, the most itchy, the most pussy of rashes. And she was able to do that, and I commend her for her Photoshop skills. Let's not be brash about this rash. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, strange you guys are talking about bugs. Just last night, I had a scorpion in my bed, stung me on the leg, ah. so I beat it to death with my remote control. True story. And threw him in the toilet. Later. Message deleted. We just learned, though, you can't throw scorpions in the toilet even because they have gills and they can swim and get out of the water even if you flush them down. I don't, I think even if you freeze them in the freezer, they can like, their bodies shut down to like a temperature, like they basically go into like some weird form of like hibernation. Thank God. And this is why I don't want aliens to visit the planet because we imagine them as little green men or something like that. My, I feel like they're going to be more like scorpions or like crazy, scary stuff we find in the ocean. But ter er, scorpions are literally... The Terminators of the bug world. Yeah, like speaking, just, you said thank God. Speaking of God, can we have a conversation real quick here? I mean, when it comes to the design of things, why are scorpions so invincible? And they're total a-holes. Why couldn't dogs be like scorpions? But you know, nice. But nice. Yeah, yeah They're just forever. like always just running around their little exoskeletons on, yeah. wagging their little stingers like, hi! You might be confused. Scorpions actually might be nice. Um, they, that, that one literally mm. stuck into that man's bed. And attacked him last yeah. night. That does not sound nice Maybe to me. Maybe he was in the scorpion's bed. See? You got to look at both sides of the glass here. I don't think that scorpion has a credit card. I don't think he's got a credit line to buy a mattress. What do you suppose a scorpion's credit number would be? Like, they're, they're, whatever, they're, they're pretty angry, so like, yeah. <laughs> 315. Please leave a message after the tone. 
correct me if I'm wrong, because it might be wrong, but I think Dave's point when it comes to planning this whole movie Oppenheimer event to Mahoney is he just wanted it in writing the same way he does and probably even in the calendar invite the same way Dave does. And I think that's Dave's simplest point. And uh, since Mahoney didn't do it, Dave is spiting him because Dave loves to spite Mahoney. And there's other places where if things are not in writing, people will even mess with you all the way up to the point where you just say, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And then it all happens. And I never said that. Nope, not my, not in writing. Ain't gonna happen. Message deleted. Yeah, like when Mahoney and I made a bet that he could dunk a basketball. He had a year to dunk a That's basketball. We, we bet $1,000. No, we have a bet. There's audio of the bet me made Dave, live on air. The bet you and I made. I was using legalese. I said, you will give me $1,000. No, we bet $1,000. I, I, I specifically worded it this way, that you would give me $1,000 if I could dunk a basketball. You are not nearly that smart. I am 100% no, that smart. You, you have this ridiculous sense of over self-confidence. You bet me $1,000 that you could dunk a basketball. I gave you a year to prepare. You gave up almost instantly, and then you try to weasel your way out of it. Well, so, Dave, I found, well, first off, uh, how dare you attack my religious beliefs? Uh, I believe that's against uh, some sort of... Mm, uh, what's your religious beliefs? I no longer, uh, my due to my religious beliefs, uh -huh. I no longer jump. Ah. <laughs> That is that is a part of my religion. So, so the contract is void, is what you're trying to tell uh -huh. us. Yeah, yes, yeah, because of that, because of, of religious my religious beliefs. Be yeah. Yep, you know, some people don't believe in holidays. They don't believe in a myriad of things. I, uh, according to my religion, that I I, I practice. And uh, live by every day. I don't jump. I no longer jump. And how many years has it been? And you're here trying to get me to go against my religious beliefs and jump. Yeah, if you see a scorpion, I bet you're going to jump. Yeah, though, I bet you? you will. This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, <laughs> it's Audrey. Uh, actually, after further review, hashtag Rashgate is not false. I think that I am now too sick <laughs> to come into work um, at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys won't be seeing me. Can I just work from home? I think probably for the best for everybody because you wouldn't want this. Contagious, so contagious rash that <laughs> apparently is giving me a cough, but <laughs> okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Message deleted. Yeah, poor Audrey. Uh, she claimed that she was going to Seattle to visit her dad and go to a Tears for Fears concert for his birthday, when really we know she's just suffering from an insurmountable amount of itchiness from this horrible contagious, violent rash that she is suffering through. I mean, if she's going to work from home, then I'm working from home. I mean, you have to get the rash then. You've got to... Got to have a doctor's note. Yep. I am a doctor. <laughs> Are you? By the way, I got video evidence now of her rash. I'm going to post this to uh, David Mahoney, Instagram and Facebook. So. All right. Add Dave Mahoney if you want to take a look at that. But yeah. uh, Audrey, very rashy. That's why she's not here for mm -hmm. sure. Definitely has nothing to do with her dad's birthday. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, huge fan of the show. Just calling to see um, whatever happened in Dirty Laundry. I know that uh, it was the old producer segment, but maybe you guys can uh, send Chris out to some pretty sketchy uh, laundry mats. That would be awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Message deleted. So if you're not familiar, uh, Dirty Laundry was a bit that we used to do with uh, our former producer. He moved uh, to Wisconsin. Sh to Sheboygan. To Sheboygan. Yep. Uh, because him and his uh, partner had a child. 
And、uh, he was very well suited to go out to laundromats. But the idea was you'd go up to just total strangers in laundromats and ask them what their dirty laundry is, like their secrets they'd never told anyone because, you know, you're in a laundromat, dirty laundry. Yeah. Get it.、Um, and it ended up being really interesting. Like he found some great bit. fascinating characters. But the problem is, we can't just assume those responsibilities ourselves because if Mahoney and I go out to a laundromat, I get stabbed. I mean, immediately. You look like a narc. Well, look, I am a narc. Yeah, that's, a, that's why you look like a narc. That's 100%. I、yeah. am a narc. I will definitely narc you out. I will 100% narc you out. The problem is, is that、uh, I cannot defend myself.、Uh, so if this goes wrong, you're going to lose me. In fact, I actually went, I just told this, Mahoney, I actually had to go to a laundromat last weekend because I have this huge. King size comforter that doesn't fit in my washing machine. So I was、uh-huh. like, let me go to this. And I pulled into the parking lot and was like, nope, I'm sleeping with a dirty, dirty comforter. I'm not going in that laundromat. It was so sketchy. It depends、uh, what part of town you're in, but a lot of the、uh, the coin operated laundromats, they can be a little dicey, which is why it led to so much good content. But、um, we're not suited for that. We need to find somebody that is expendable、yeah. and、uh, can do that. Love you guys.、Stabbed. Love the show. I'm not going to get stabbed for it.、Though. So anyway, when Audrey gets back, I have a proposal for her. <laughs> so, <laughs> the way the dirty laundry even was created, I was just drunk, drinking a bunch of bourbon,、mm-hmm. smoking a cigar in my backyard, listening、yeah. to Don Henley. <laughs> Were you? And dirty laundry popped up, and I'm、uh-huh. like, we should make a bit called that. So maybe I need to drink more bourbon and、Come、smoke some more、street. cigars、That's、and listen to more、uh, fine way Don Henley. I hope that you wrote those、uh, cigars and that bourbon off because, I mean, obviously, work experience. Before I had an LLC. I Research. Got it. I got it. Yeah. Hey, you three clowns, if you're so amused with yourselves, why don't you move over to talk radio? This is supposed to be music radio. You're not witty, you're not clever, you're not amusing. Bye. Message deleted. He's back. He's back. All、man. right. The guy that hates us. We don't know his name. I want to know his name. I do too. I want to Larry. send him a, a postcard. Thank you. He, he thank sounds you like、her. a Larry. He does sound like a Larry. He sounds like a Larry. But、yeah. he still has the courtesy, even though he yells and chews us out. He always says goodbye. And he is spot on. Nobody finds us more amusing than us. Than us. That、yeah. is true. <laughs> like, I, nobody laughs at my jokes harder than me. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney This Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Week after week, month after month, and year after year, Mahoney, the internet never lets us down when it comes to providing us with over the top, ridiculous, hilarious content. I mean, so much stuff that we would never believe existed or happened if the internet and videos were not around. It's made our life a lot easier, a lot better in many ways. I mean, we can obviously navigate around. You can actually fix things that you would have no idea how to fix otherwise. But also made our life so much worse. In so many ways. So many、well. ways. Let's not kid ourselves. It's a mixed bag, and that's why we choose to focus. Focus on the good and lighthearted moments of the internet, and the internet is undefeated.、Uh, this one is a bit of a tip, a little、uh, how to, if you will. This is a, a young man that has football practice coming up, and obviously it's been very hot recently.、Mm-hmm. And he has a pretty savage way to get out of going to football practice. Today I'm going to show you how to get out of football practice by stabbing your dad's tire. <laughs> if you really want to get out of football practice, stab both tires. Kid, I'm gonna whoop you. <laughs> I'll whoop you. I mean, if there was ever a reason to spank a kid, what are you doing, man? Bring back spanking. <laughs>
<laughs> Make spanking great again. Please. Uh, you're uh, out here doing that, and then you're posting it on the internet, too? To, to be fair, nobody wants to go to do two-a-days. Can you imagine when, uh, when high school football gets ready to start back up, the yeah. two-a-days leading up to that? Oh. So, Mahoney, this is something that you unearthed. Um, you know, you have this uh, nostalgia when it comes to the internet and trying to find old school things. I didn't know that this even existed. You dug up Pee Wee Herman's anti-crack cocaine commercial from the 1980s? Dave, I was thinking about Pee Wee Herman. Don't ask. It was late at night. Okay. As you do. Uh-huh. Paul Rubin's one of my favorites from a kid. Sure. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. You, know, uh, you know, some of the some of the great fond memories. But uh, this one, it just sparked a memory, and uh, it's Pee Wee Herman talking to us about crack cocaine. This is crack, rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool. But doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong. Yeah, do regular cocaine like me, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it's like, how do you come up with uh, Lawrence Fishburne dressed up as a cowboy and a talking uh, recliner? Also, who thinks that doing crack cocaine ever was glamorous? Nobody. Nobody thought it was glamorous. Like, you're always smoking it behind a dumpster. Yeah. There's you're a- never doing it on a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're not doing that drug on a yacht, it is not glamorous. Uh, the next one here, this is a family game night, which can be a little bit awkward, especially when a man's wife was quick to blurt something out and you've got the mother-in-law there at the same time. Oh, no. We asked 100 married women, name something you've been wishing for years your husband would do. Gina? Make me Whoa! No, she did not! My own mother! I'm going home! Oh, my God! Getting divorced. That is it. That We're getting it. divorced. That was it. Yeah. We, we are. I am out. Not in front of my mom. <laughs> How could you? She, Our, ra- she raised a son that can't get his wife over the finish line. <sighs> we got two more here. This one is. Uh, this one's just about a new little kitty, a little girl named Audrey. Ironically enough, I uh, got a new little kitty. But the reason why it made the internet is undefeated is because her dad is a rock musician, and so he decides to like write songs about even the most. Uh, you know, minuscule details of her life, but obviously her getting a kitty is a pretty big deal. Okay. And so they put this gem together. My new kitty Still better than like 90% of the uh, metal yeah. bands that are out there right now. And last but not least, this one is a man. He walks in, finds his mom eating some baked goods, and uh, turns out the baked goods. Oh, no. Are they yeah, going to get you baked? They were edibles, and she didn't know it, and you can kind of guess what happens next. Mom, they got weed in it, Mom. That's a weed edible. Give me that. Oh, Lord, I'm going to jail. This mother 
got me smoking reefer. I'm going to jail out here, mercy. Ma, that man gonna help you, ma. Just chill, just chill. Just chill, ma. Going to jail. Ain't nothing gonna happen to you, ma. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Boy, you sure is ugly. <laughs> ma, you alright, ma? I feel good. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So who hasn't had to ask this question before if you're in law enforcement? Is that a gator in your pants or are you just happy to see me? Both. Why can't it be both, Dave? (laughs) A uh, Florida woman was pulled over and uh, yanked a small alligator from her yoga pants during the traffic stop. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, like, I would think, like, okay, maybe uh, if you had some, like, Jenko cargo jeans on or right. something. yeah. But yoga pants, you're wearing some Lululemons, you got a gator in that bitch? So the Charlotte County Sheriff's Department stopped a pickup truck after it ran a stop sign. The driver, who is a 22-year-old, told deputies that his 25-year-old passenger, whose name is Ariel, was collecting frogs and snakes from under an overpass classy. Uh, the deputy asked for permission to search the bags in the truck. They found a uh, 41 different three-stripe turtles in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack and asked Ariel if she had anything else, and that's when she said, yeah. And she pulled a one-foot alligator from her pants. I don't know. I mean, granted, our anatomy is different, but even still, I don't know if I trust a one-foot alligator nope. anywhere near that zone of nope. my body. Nope, I'm going to pass I mean, because even if it's in the front or back, I don't want to get bit either places. Not great. Were they trying to collect these turtles and gators because the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that's out? I, they did have all 41 turtles in a Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles backpack. So if this is some viral marketing, it is bad. Uh, way be- No, it's way better than what they've been doing with Barbie. I like that her name's Ariel. Like, the, Do you think that this is what... Uh, Ariel the mermaid actually would have done. Yes. Like if she didn't meet Prince Eric, like she'd just end up collecting turtles under an overpass. Yeah, you know how dumb Ariel would have been? You lived under an ocean. You don't know how the world works. Yeah. You get up here, he's going to play you. You're going to be done. Yeah, you're hanging out with some 22-year-old smoking meth, driving a pickup truck. Picking up turtles. Yep. Stuffing gators in your yoga pants. It's a dingle hopper. So I guess spraying somebody with a hose is now against the law. A trespassing dispute at a Florida golf course landed after one homeowner Got put in jail after he sprayed a woman in the face with a garden hose. Why the face? Deputies were. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if you're going to spray somebody with, if you're going to uh, spray somebody with a hose, it's got to be the face. Be the face. Yeah. Uh, deputies were summoned to the home, and they say that the uh, the suspect's wife called nine one one to complain that the victim was displaying a gun. After the uh, investigation of the incident, deputies determined the homeowner had been the one that had been escalating the incident by spraying the victim in the face with a garden hose after yelling at her for allegedly being on his property line. Turns out the man was mistaken where the property line ended, and that's why he got in trouble. So so you brought a hose to a gun to a supposed gunfight? Yeah. He also followed the woman to her car in an aggressive manner, so it was just kind of a bad situation. But he got he's the one that got in trouble for it because... He was wrong about where the property line was. She was not on the property. And finally, and the only reason we're able to talk about this is because the baby is fine. So this is a six-month-old baby. And officers had to respond to Daytona Beach. It was about 4.30 p.m. And they found an 18-year-old by the name of Tatiana. And her boyfriend had gotten into a fight. And she had decided that she was going to weaponize 
her six-month-old child and try to hit her boyfriend you with the baby. You cannot eat a baby at your boyfriend no matter how mad you are. You cannot use your baby as a club unless its name is Billy. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Cover Your Your Ears. Ears. Uh, Dave and Mahoney. Alicia is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. So the way that this works is pretty simple. We've got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. And let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But you're looking for the artist and the song. And some of these are very popular. We have one that has 37 million views what? online. And then we have another one that has... 7 million? Yeah, another one that has three. Okay. So, yeah, pretty pretty wide swing. But 30 seconds of the clock for each one of these. Lifeline available if you need it. Here's the first one. Good luck to you and cover your ears today, Alicia. Okay. Okay, love. Chipping around, kick my brains round the floor. These are the days it never rains but it pours. Your baba, iraraba, bobo, bella, people on the streets. That is a tough artist to cover. 141 views on that. Oh, one. I would have thought that was the 37 million. Really? That was ah, is that good, huh? <laughs> All right, Alicia, do you know it? Is it Under Pressure by Queen? There you go. Full point on your own. Excellent. Well done. Here we go on to number two. This next one is the one that has three views, a oh. total of three. So this will be their fourth. Three yep. views. Yeah, three views from <laughs> DJ Mike 626. Hell yeah, DJ Mike 626. If you could put into song form what a bad trip sounds like, it's that. I think that deserves way more than three views, Dave. Well, it's got four now. DJ Mike 626, keep it going. Alicia, do you know it? Uh, is it the Led Zeppelin song? It is the Led Zeppelin song. What song is uh, it from Led Zeppelin? Uh, Immigrant? Yeah. Hell yeah. There you Good go. job. Excellent. Uh, Good job, Alicia. Yeah, yeah you're doing great. Uh, Lifeline still intact. Here we go on to number three. This is from Paranormal Brandon 94. <laughs> okay. It's got uh, 348 views. See, the, you got it there at the end, huh, Mahoney? Wow. Okay. That was that was a lot of noise and not a lot of substance. But, Alicia, do you know that uh, one? Uh, uh, stab through the heart. That was a hard one. I didn't get that until the end. Uh, Ronnie? Mm. Uh, no. Do you want to use a lifeline? I, I, need, I need a lifeline, please. Uh, that is Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. And what's that? the name of the song? Is you it get- Stab Through the Heart? 
No, no. The, the next no. part, Mahoney, you're about to say it. You give love, love a bad name. There you go. Full point, guys. Well done. Nice teamwork. Nice teamwork. Your sister would slap me for not knowing that. She would. My yeah. sister's the world's biggest Bon Jovi fan. All right, here we go. On to number four. If you get a full point on this one, you're going to win. And I'll just tell you right now that this one is definitely a bit of a curveball. But it is the most popular one maybe that we've ever played. 37 million views. I mean, I can't remember us playing anything this popular. Here we go. For the win, potentially. You do have another one if you need it after this. Here we go. Perfect. No notes. All right, Alicia, for the win, what is it? My heart is... My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. That is so cute. Is that your kid? Yeah, this is Josie. Josie, you just won it. Awesome job, guys. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Man, when you want to talk about something that will just kind of shake you to your core, let's say that you're, imagine for a moment, LeBron James's son, Bronny, right? And LeBron James has said he wants to stick around in the NBA and play until his son arrives in the league, which could be within the next couple of years. So he's making his debut for USC. Maybe he'll play for a season there if things go as well as they expect. Everything's going perfect, right? Yep. You're LeBron James's son. You're a really good basketball player. All of the things, the stars have just aligned for you as a human being. Until this past week when you suddenly drop to the ground and go into full cardiac arrest while you're in the middle of a basketball practice. I mean, you talk about just putting things into perspective real quick because their talk is, you know, I mean, this kid's whole life's ahead of him. He's a kid, you know, he's 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, however old he is. And having cardiac arrest when you're expected to be one of, you know, you've got this name, this legendary name, and your dad wants to play with you in the NBA. Like they're talking about wherever he goes, LeBron goes. Yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing that, you know, the NBA, you know, mock drafts have him going in the first round in 2024. So, yeah. you know, go do the one year at USC and then you're on to the league. You can play with your dad. Again, everything is perfect. Cardiac arrest happens. He gets rushed to the hospital. It's code three. That means the lights and the sirens are on for the ambulance. It's serious. Uh, but LeBron James came out pretty quickly and said, I want to thank the countless people sending love and prayers to my family. We feel you, and I'm so grateful. Everyone is doing great. And so doing great, you'd be like, well, is that an over-exaggeration? Or are you just saying that to kind of get people off the scent? And it turns out, no. Like, he's already been discharged from the hospital, which is pretty incredible considering that this happened not that long ago. But, again, everything going so right, and then it's got to be such a humbling experience to just quickly realize that, you know, you're not invincible. You feel like you are because you have all, you're born into this family. You're yeah. great at the sport that you're, is your family legacy, all that stuff. But that's got to shake things into perspective real quick, not only for for him, but also for LeBron James, the whole family. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't think of anything scarier. And even it's the crazy thing is this is you, you hear you're hearing about this more often. Uh, what was it like four years ago? Shaquille O'Neal's son, yep. Sharif. 
you know, went under underwent heart surgery as yeah. well. And when you're talking about, you know, the biggest names in basketball in the last 50 years. And those two guys have actually become really close yeah. over the years as well, yeah. Which, no, no shock, you know, when your dad's Shaq and your dad's LeBron. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's... Yeah. Uh, they have it, a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> few things to talk about but man thank goodness that that Bronny is is doing okay uh you know has the whole world in front of him and um hopefully this is the last that we well, hear of something and, like and this. thank goodness for modern medicine as well you know we we saw what happened with Demar Hamlin and his you know you know cardiac arrest dying Not on the field, field. Yeah. and you know the fact that he's back tra- in training camp this year could be back out on the field playing yep. you know I, I, I love where modern medicine has taken us it's just crazy that you know in years past we, these kids might not have made it. Right. Uh, and, I mean, this has been going on for years, right, where it's just not normally this high of profile where you're talking about LeBron James's son yeah. um, and DeMar Hamlin, stuff like that. But, um, again, to your point, Mahoney, thank goodness that there were so many great medical professionals around and that he's already out of the hospital. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Paul is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Paul, are you a big movie buff? And if so, what is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, Say Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, okay. It's classic. I mean, the graphics and the CGI mm-hmm. under Robert Zemeckis' directorial uh, hand. Where are Lieutenant Dan's legs? I just don't know. All right, so here we go. On to the first one. We got a total of five. Mahoney is available as a lifeline if you need him. Um, You know, each one of these you'll have about 20, 30 seconds or so to try to figure out what movie these clips came from. Let the full thing play out before you make your guess. The first one takes us back to 1993. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Too cruel. She don't know what she's doing. She don't know what she's doing. Yeah, she does. She knows exactly what she's doing. I swim here every summer in my adult life. Every summer, there she is. And one day, it became too much. That's 30 years ago. It's a coming-of-age movie. Do you know what it is, Paul, or do you need some help on that one? Uh, I think I need some help on that one. I don't blame you because I know that movie very well, and that's still kind of tricky, that particular clip. I don't know, man. I mean, that one is seared into my soul because uh, her name was not Wendy Peppercorn. It wasn't? It was Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn. Played by actress Marley Shelton, who is as gorgeous today as she was back then. Uh, That is the greatest kids movie of all time, The Sandlot. Greatest kids movie of all time? I think, it tops, the, uh, I think it tops the Goonies. Tops the Goonies, huh? In my opinion. Okay, so Mahoney is, uh, came through for the uh, the lifeline there. Here we go on to number two. This one takes us back to the year 2000. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, I will have my vengeance. All right, 23 years ago is when that one came out. They actually have another one of these on the way. Paul, do you know it? Uh, it's uh, Transformers? No, man. Transformers? No, it's Gladiator. I mean, he heard Gladiator. Maximus. Gladiator, yeah. yeah. Russell Crowe, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Huh. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all right. Here we go. Um, I no, think, I didn't know them. I, th- I think you'll uh, I think you'll do hopefully pretty well in this next one. Uh, came out in 1994. Here we go. Uh, your mama sure does care about your schooling, son. Mm-mm-mm. You don't say much, do you? <laughs> All right, Paul, do you know that one? I think that one's Forrest Gump. That one is Forrest Gump. There we go. All right. So we're doing okay. We got one wrong. We got two right. You've used one lifeline from Mahoney. You do have one more if necessary. You got to get at least one more out of these next two. Here we go. On to number four. This one takes us back to 2009. Thank you very much, Colonel. You the bitch cuffed Colonel's hands behind his back. Oh, it's not really necessary. I'm a slave to appearances. Scalp Herman. Well, are you mad? What have you done? I made a deal with you, gentlemen, for that man's life! Yeah, they made that deal, but they don't give a f- about him. They need you. You'll be shot for this? Nah, I don't think so. More like chewed out. I've been chewed out before. <sighs> Reminds me of just how awful Brad Pitt is doing with every single accent in every single film that he attempts to do. I love this role <laughs> for Brad Pitt, personally. All right, Paul. What do you got, brother? Uh, got nothing. Mahoney, you want to tag him in? That is the Quentin Tarantino classic Inglorious Bastards. For the win, Mahoney brings it home. Oh, thank you. Yeah, tell some friends that we're, we're new here, Paul. And yeah. You should listen because we gave this to you. <laughs> Total layup. Congratulations, man. This is Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, everyone is out there looking for love in their own special way, and some people are just casting a wide net, and they want to make it a little bit wider, so they think I'm going to take this to Craigslist. Dave, many years ago, we were in our friend's rich dad's friend's basement. There was a line with mahogany, smelled of wood and oils, and we put our hands on a stack of old Playboys, penthouse forum letters, and hustlers, and we promised to help these freaks fly their flags as high as they possibly can. Well, his first one is entitled Seeking a Pog to Shower with Gifts and Kisses. This is a man for a woman. Are you, you talking about this guy seeking the, 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 the game from the 90s where no. we would slam, hit, hit the little cardboard circles with slammers? And that's what he's seeking? No, I think this has to do with a pog that refers to an individual. Do we know what pog stands for? How do you spell that? P-A-W-G. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's fat-ass white girl, Dave. Oh, fat-ass white girl. Okay. Yeah. okay Fat so, with a P. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, folks, what's going on here on this website? Where are the pogs? Any left in New York City? Seems like all you folks are moving to Miami or Houston. That was supposed to be a joke. Anyway, just as the subject states, looking for a pog, hit me up if you fit the description. Yeah. Hit us up too. (laughs) Yeah. Wide network casting here. Uh, This one is, I think, male for male. It's entitled, Remember Moonshine? Question mark. Hi, Brian. And then also put in parentheses, Brian with a Y spelling, question mark. Uh It was really nice to talk to you. I ended up losing your number, but just wanted to let you know I really did think you were so sweet. If you have any sort of sexual encounter on Moonshine, doesn't count. (laughs) Just doesn't. That was exactly the type of conversation I needed, and I know now it's possible. You watched me try the violin for the first time. If you remember teaming up to bail a guy named Moonshine out of a bind, one that was undoubtedly his fault, say hi. Oh. 
I mean, also, if you have a, a sexual encounter with a guy named Moonshine, also doesn't And what, like, what in the Roman Emperor Nero are you playing a violin while having some sort of weird-ass threesome with a dude named Moonshine? What is going on Dude, You here, need man. to make some better life choices. You need Jesus. <laughs> uh, this next one is entitled Biker Chick. This is a man for a woman. Drove past a motorcycle parking on Fremont. She took her helmet off. Holy hell. Asian leather jacket, all black, speechless. I don't ride. Is that weird for you if I hop on the back? (laughs) (laughs) Under no circumstance is any badass biker chick who's riding around by herself. Looking hot as hell, taking the helmet off, waving Hair coming out. Yeah. Slow motion. You jump on the back. She ain't looking for a dude to ride on the back. Come on, man. (laughs) Um, and finally, this uh, this one is a woman for a man. It is entitled United Floss, Sam Jackson Shell Gas Station. Okay. I'm horrible at posting these things, but if you happen to stumble across this post out of boredom or whatever, gas station dude, I wish you all the best in your future endeavors and hope that your tooth starts to feel better soon. My only regret is not giving you my digits because you are kind of cute and it made me smile. The big girl driving a white Jeep Renegade. Oh, hell yeah. She's, yeah. uh, I mean, but also, who's asking random ass strangers at gas stations for floss? Also, like, how's your tooth doing? Like, what? What? Like, you go up to somebody like, I need some floss, my tooth hurts, and some girl's like, oh, take me. Like, what, that that doesn't happen to us. It's because we don't look good, Dave. That's no. why. Yeah, you're right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Okay, so Audrey went to Seattle uh, to see her dad. Okay, not to uh, embellish anything or, you know, keep this rumor going, but Seattle is home of the famous Seattle Infectious Disease Clinic. Message deleted. Well, well, well. Look at what we have here. Audrey claims she's going to Seattle to hang out with her dad for his birthday and see Tears for Fears when really... Have you seen a single Tears for Fears video yet on her social? I haven't either. So, hmm. I mean, I did. Oh. Was it an actual Tears for Fears concert or was it a rash bash? I do not want to attend a rash bash. She's going to support groups. Other fellow people. I'm also so itchy. Please leave a message after the tone. Can you throw out some good movie recommendations? I really don't care what kind. It doesn't even have to be new. I just really need something new to watch. Thank you. Message deleted. Yeah, The Sandlot. We were just talking about it. Go see the, I mean, if you haven't watched The sand, I mean... I mean, I think that resonates a little bit more with little boys than little girls. Mahoney, you uh, really liked Oppenheimer. I loved Oppenheimer. Anything that Christopher Nolan has done, I would recommend going seeing Memento, another Mm -hmm. movie that he did that is just phenomenal. Classic, classic movie. Absolutely. He's got a, a, what was it? uh, There was that Al Pacino and Robin Williams movie. Oh, that yeah, he, that like, took place in Alaska, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. Insomnia. Is a, yeah, oh, Insomnia. That, was, that was him, too? Yeah. That was him, too. I remember that movie. Yeah. So, anything from Christopher Nolan, man. Like, I'm I'm in a Christopher Nolan-sance right now. He also did uh, Inception. Yep. Yeah. And as far as Oppenheimer goes, even if, like, you're not somebody that's into history or, or even, like, the making of the atomic bomb, you will find joy in that movie. I feel like it's so well made. It's wild. I mean, you talk about, I think that's going to win. All of the Oscars 
for 2023. It's a good contender. Not yeah. Barbie? <laughs> Haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment. Yeah, it does have pretty good reviews. Be. I mean, overall, the audience seems to be liking it. We may go see it this weekend. Mm. But mm-hmm. See, my wife did me the greatest gift that she could do, and she went and saw it without me. And I love her for that. should marry that woman. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I'm a Margot Robbie, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Be real with me here. Who is the toughest on your show? You define tough how you want, but who is the ultimate warrior on the show? Message deleted. Dave, without without question. I mean, we've we've fought before, Mahoney and I, for for charity. Well, a couple of times. you cheated, but that's I did not, not cheat. Yeah, you did. And now, how did I cheat? Paid off the athletic commission. Do you have any evidence of that at I do. all? That, do you think that, I have the kind of money to pay off an athletic dude, that, commission? I mean, that was a bootleg ass athletic commission, uh, and, and they were, are now out of business. They were sanctioning a Dave versus Mahoney fight. Of course, it was a bootleg and commission. I watched that fight. Both of you guys lost that night. How dare you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, You're the audience. <laughs> that's we've had a couple other. You know, we like doing things for charity, and but. We will never fight again. No. We are too old at this point because, I mean, we were still, we were probably too old at that point because that was a rematch from 10 years prior. Uh-huh. And But what if we scaled it down like to like just an arm wrestling match or do the dude, slap Dude, have you slap seen slap, slap First off, <laughs> no. the, the power slap, whatever, is you're just asking for a concussion. Arm wrestling, I've watched way too many arm wrestling breaking videos Ooh. online. Don't go down that rabbit hole. It will haunt you. Thumb wrestling? See, but then all I'm imagining is the arm breaking, but with the thumb, man. Like, you do you have a broken very, thumb. No. Proving who the toughest person on the show really is, the guy that can stand a broken thumb. My honey's got very delicate hands. Nobody here can you, st- deal have with you seen the, Have you seen thumb. those hands? They haven't done an honest day's work in their entire life. They're the softest <laughs> no, hands you'll ever encounter. No callus whatsoever. <laughs> Not a single Except one. Except for that right one. <laughs> I moisturize. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. So every week we decide, instead of sitting here telling you how great and hilarious and funny we are, we just decide, uh, let's showcase some of our not-so-fine moments to kind of set the bar for what to expect in the week ahead. Let's create more content out of our crap. So who do you think is going to be the star of the blooper reel? Me, you, or the Rash Queen? Mm, She's not here to defend herself Mm -hmm. right now. That's right. So... My guess is, let's not be irrational about this. (laughs) It's going to be Dave. I think it will be. She was only here two days this week. I know. I'm the only one that put in a full week of work. Well, and you, Chris. Yeah, I I specifically don't like talking on this show because I know you guys are going to get me one of these days. One day. I would disagree, no, man. Like, I for me, absolutely uh, disagree. I, I think I think Audrey and Chris have both hit the the head on the uh, the nail on the head. Yeah, been hit. It's yep. got balance. <laughs> both hit the the head on the head. The head on the head. She and was literally laying down in bed. It was COVID while doing was, the show. It was COVID times. It was not acceptable. They were precedent, unprecedented times. Uh, on what? Unprecedented times. Okay. <laughs> Unprecedented, unprecedented times. What? But if they believe that he is not guilty, then not guilty. If you, you don't believe the courts, the courts, you know, I mean, like I said, you're a peer of your juries. Or a peer of your juries. Or if jury you only of your believe peers. the courts when they are what you want them to say, when they are what you want them to say, then that's not how it yeah, works. Yeah, that's a bias. You know, they're saying, like, 
our world is just like a dystopian nightmare. Nightmare, but everybody's just like acting normal. Dystopian nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> what makes you think that your conversation is cute and tiny? <laughs> because, first of all, it's long and exhausting. It's not. Shut up. It's not long and ago- exhausting. It's not long and exhausting. Well, you're going to go take a pitch in the, in the MLB. Pitch in the, in the, in the, in the MLB. Oh, to man. get medical coverage for the rest of my life. My life. My life. She'd be the one that gets called up to take the pitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go get bean right in the nuts. What makes you think that your conversation is cute and tiny? <laughs> Like a dystopian nightwear, nightwear. Like I said, appear of your jur- jur- jury. And was literally laying down, down in bed. It was COVID times. It was not accepted. They were unprecedented times. Well, you're gonna go take a pitch in the in the in the in the LLB. I think Audrey and Chris have both hit the the head on the uh, the, the dystopian nightwear. The the medical covers for the rest of life. You appear of your juries, and they are. are, are what you want them to say, then that's not how it Yeah, works. that's a bias. You know, they're saying, like, our world is just, like, nightmare, but everybody's just, like, acting normal. What makes you think that your conversation is cute and tiny? <laughs> because Shut I- up. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So out of all the things that my kids consume, I would say without question, the most annoying thing is kids' YouTube. And there's some stuff on there, like the Ninja Kids, which I don't mind because they're actually like outside doing stuff. And they're not just annoying families that are kind of grifters on YouTube. And even at a young age, like the the programming that's geared towards young kids, a lot of it is super cringy. And you're like, ma'am, you are 46 years old. Like, what are you doing pandering to children on YouTube? It just seems creepy. It seems creepy. It seems gross. All of it. Not for me. But... I mean, my kids could sit around and they could watch, you know, Paw Patrol or Disney Plus or whatever they wanted all day, and that wouldn't bother me one bit. It's the YouTube stuff where I'm like, it feels like there's some agenda behind some of this, you know, just it's kind of annoying because, and not like, you know, a political agenda. No, no but something. They're, they're trying to sell something yep. or whatever it is, you know, or it's overly sponsored. They're trying to hawk toys throughout, you know, whatever they're... Yeah, and we've actually seen some people. Do you remember the Ryan's toy reviews? That was one of the first big ones that came oh, yeah. along. Um, they, they got in trouble from the FTC because they were doing basically sponsored content, but not, not saying it was sponsored it. and everything else. Anyway, YouTube can be pretty annoying. YouTube can also be dangerous. And an 11-year-old girl just got arrested for a YouTube prank because it was not funny. The 11-year-old girl from Florida was arrested after she falsely texted authorities that her friend had been kidnapped by an armed man. That is not a prank. That is a uh, that is just you're just straight up lying and putting people in danger. And obviously, there's a huge amount of resources that get activated to try to save this little girl that's Absolutely. been kidnapped by an armed man. Had that been real, she was texting for uh, the next 
hour and a half describing this male suspect, saying he had a gun. So, of course, cops respond. They start flying helicopters, everything else. The aviation units come out. And there's officers from three different counties that get involved in this to search for the suspect vehicle. Nothing was found. So the deputies tracked the cell phone that was texting 911 to a home in Port Orange. And they spoke with the girl's father, who said... She's inside with her family. Like, what's going on here? He, they Obviously, the parents had no idea what was happening. Dispatch called the number that had been texting, and the girl's phone rang. And when she talked to the cops, she told deputies that it was, quote, a YouTube challenge, and that she thought, quote, it would be funny. Oh, it's just a prank, bro. It's yeah. just a prank. So the question is, because I was thinking about this, because I have a daughter that's, you know, a few years younger than this, but not that much younger. Um, do you let her get arrested? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Right? I mean, because I mean, you getting arrested at 11 years old doesn't, isn't going to change anything permanently for whatever your, your juvenile records get so, get, get sealed. You, you can get but sealed. You need to learn thing. a real hard lesson yeah. on something like this. Like you let her get hauled off at least, and then you follow her to the police sure, station. Sure. You do, you, you do all that, but like, I think you let your kid get arrested. I mean, well, also, parents don't really have a choice in this particular in this particular say because what she did was a criminal offense. And so what they did, some people may say is too harsh. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, with with my kid, I don't know for sure if I would let her get arrested. But if it's somebody else's kid, arrest him for sure. <laughs> That's definitely how I feel about Dep- it. It depends on, am I going to have to pay a fine? Yeah. <laughs> how Straight much is to jail? that fine? Right. Straight to jail. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Guard there. I didn't know we were going straight in. All I want to eat is Can you do it? Kind of worn out, Dave. <laughs> so wasn't, ready. wasn't ready for that. But we are here. We have made it to another Friday. We are drinking with friends. We are still gamefully employed. And what better way to roll into a weekend than to drink early in the morning? You know, it's Friday. Might as well get started, right? I know that everyone jokes about it's five o'clock somewhere, but. It doesn't need to be 5 o'clock for us to enjoy some ice-cold beers with some good friends, Dude. and that's what Beer for Breakfast is all about. You know, we love craft beer. I've been a craft beer connoisseur. I owe my entire radio career to, to me? craft beer. Oh. No, not to you. <laughs> to craft beer. Like, legitimately, my love of craft beer got me my first morning show job in radio, and uh, I think drinking craft beer has only has been the source of all the good things that have happened to me. I mean, it's, cer- it's certainly up there. I mean, as far as, you know, you kind of planting the flag early on that you were just the guy that was going to drink beer on the radio. It's a pretty smart move. 20 years now. Yeah. And, uh, strong. you know, all of our best stories, Dave, uh, from the show revolve around me being drunk and doing something stupid There's on craft beer. There's been a lot of content from that. What are we drinking today? So let's continue on with that tradition, Dave. Today we are drinking the Huss Brewing Company's Copper State IPA, 6.5% alcohol by volume, clocking in at a, at 69 IBUs. 69, nice. So nice. Uh, Huss, this is their, like, flagship IPA uh, on their website, according to them. It's got Citra, Amarillo, Simcoe, Hops provide a juicy yet dry tropical fruit flavor with just a great bitterness for a truly balanced and enjoyable IPA. Let's find out if that's true because the five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and 
We don't need a drum roll yet. Oh, not yet? Okay. It's only for the rating. <laughs> and drinkability. So those are the five categories which we rate every single beer. Uh, starting off with the look, I mean, this is a, just a, a good-looking beer overall. I mean, I like the classic styling. It, it's inviting. It looks good. The price point for me, you know, for a six-pack, you're clocking in between 9 and $11.00. For a six-pack of this, so very, very reasonable. When you walked into the studio with these beers in your hand, I said the same thing that I say almost every time you walk in the room, which is, nice cans, Mahoney. Thank you, Dave. You bet. Yeah. You and bet. when you're talking about 6.5% alcohol by volume, so definitely more than your you know, your standard macro-heavy lager. Yeah, I mean, so, you're getting almost double of what you would, for depending on what beer you're drinking. But, I mean, it's definitely got some punch to it, which, personally, I like. You know, when you go to the, uh, let's move on to the second category, Dave, which is the smell. Let's take a big whiff of the Copper State IPA. Smells like an IPA. Does smell like an IPA. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, fair amount of, uh, It's you're not getting a ton of, like, I don't, I'm not getting a ton of tropical uh, I'm getting a little notes. bit of like a, a little bit of sweetness in there, which I think could be some of the fruit, maybe, but the, just a little bit. A I mean, we've yeah. had these open for about a half hour or so. We've been, you know, letting them get uh, a little bit warmer than you know, 29 degrees Fahrenheit, which our refrigerator is. Uh, these were cold when you these were today. cold, yeah. cold. But uh, a little bit of alcohol starting to come through there. But kind of uh, smells like papaya, I want to say. And I have no idea what papaya smells like. <laughs> I don't think I've ever smelled a papaya. I've never stuck my I've nose ever, up in a papaya. I've never ate a papaya, but... Dude, I, I used to get dropped off when my dad would go to the gym back in the day. They had, a, like, a daycare at at the gym, and they had a, like, a they were very, like, forward at the time. So they had, like, this is the 80s. They had a, a, a smoothie and a juice bar. Oh, my. And he would always get me a papaya juice I think, when I would leave. I'm not sure, favorite. but I think I have a papaya tree in my backyard because my wife pointed it out to me and said, that's a papaya tree. And I looked at it and I said, that's a papaya? I've never seen a papaya before. So There's what? something in there. They're like, a, they're melon, aren't they? Kind of. I don't know. They're weird. The, the, the <laughs> nose is inviting. Definitely not off-putting. Uh, I like it. Let's move on to our favorite part of beer for breakfast, which is... The taste category. Cheers, friends. Let's all take a big Cheers. drink of the Huss Brewing Company's Copper State IPA. Do it. That's just a good IPA, man. It's, um, you know, real <sighs> smooth to drink. It does have a little hop punch there at the end. Not too much, though. It's pretty well balanced. I like it. I like the finish on this beer more than anything else. I agree there. For me, huh. the finish is really The finish is what I usually don't like about IPAs and this is fantastic. Yeah, this one finishes it's got a it's got a nice hot bite but it's not overwhelming. The alcohol is balanced just right, you know. So it's there, you know what you're drinking, you're not going to get lost in the sauce if you're out on the boat drinking this or out on the golf course. You you know what you're drinking in that regard. The thing I like about this particular IPA, even though it does have a solid hop base, it's very malt forward mm -hmm. as well. So it's a good hop or a good malt base there as well. So I'm I'm a pretty big fan. The fruitiness, uh, the juiciness, uh, it's it's it, they, they don't overwhelm me. They're there, but they are. Uh, I, I think they're, I like they're, they're, they're not, not permanent the back. by any means yeah. in the flavor here. That's what I like about it. It's not trying too hard. You know, it's like it's got some of the juiciness. It's got. Plenty of flavor, sure. But then it has a nice hot bite at and the end. The it makes hot me finish want more. is yeah. my favorite part of this, and I think they do a really good job. Well, normally the finish it. is the best part. This isn't a sipping IPA. People. This is like a, a chugging IPA, in my opinion. This really, is, you would yeah. chug this? Yeah. Really? Well, I'm gonna do it right now. Okay, you do you, man. You <laughs> do you. Uh, but overall, the mouthfeel, light to medium bodied. Uh, it's pretty smooth. 
overall and just uh, pleasant. Uh, the drinkability for this, I think when you're talking about price point, this is where it shines. You know, you're talking 9 to $11 for a six-pack, a 6.5%. It's a good, good solid uh, you know, easy to drink IPA that it will get the job done in a uh, in a pinch. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good beer and you're looking to support something out of Tempe, this is the beer for you from Huss Brewing Company, the Copper State IPA. Can I get a drum roll, please? Dave? There you go. On Mahoney's Beer Sales Frenzy, I get the Copper State IPA a three point seven five out of five. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you're going to love this news just like I did. Uh, you're a huge fan of this show as well. Righteous Gemstones is renewed for a fourth season, HBO has announced. You know, when you're talking about things that make me very, very happy, Danny McBride is one of those guys, even though he plays the same character in every single show Doesn't matter. that he is in, Love be it, you know, Tropic Thunder, Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals, and now The Righteous Gemstones. I'm here for it. Like, I love the character that Danny McBride plays, and I think he's hilarious, and I think The Righteous Gemstones, if you're not watching it on HBO Max, you are missing out. You are, but if you want to go back and catch up, right? I mean, now that we know that season three is rounding out, yep. season four is coming... Uh, they're short episodes. They're hilarious as far as like an ensemble cast with huge names in it. I mean, John Goodman, of course, is in the show as well. Walton yep. Goggins. I mean, there's just so many. divine. Yes, there's so many great names that are a part of this show. And season number four, very well deserved. I mean, HBO has kind of been going through it recently because the whole merger with, you know, turning into Max. Well, and all I don't that know stuff. if HBO has been going through it, but the app has been going through it, yeah. which, you know, again, another colossal mistake, which why they still, um, nobody calls it Max. It's HBO Max. It's HBO. It's HBO. Yeah. Um, either way, um, I'm glad to see that they're still investing in some of the shows that make HBO as good of an investment as it is, because when you talk about quality control, they could have probably, um, you know, kind of ripped the guts out of the HBO programming heart, and it sounds like at least some they're of trying to. Yeah, they're 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 producing the shows that people want. So love to hear that season number four is on the way. Absolutely, another show that's been pretty popular, and I, I watched season one. I thought it was fantastic. We started season two and we kind of fell off of it, and maybe we need to go back and give it another shot. But only murders in the building, Steve Martin. Martin Short. That's I've been getting a lot of previews on my phone for season three that's season coming out. Season three is coming out. It's actually getting pretty good reviews. Season two was okay. I yeah. mean, season one was so good, and it's it happened during such a weird time during COVID when we were at home, yep. and, you know, it was just kind of, uh, you know, you, you put together uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, and I was actually really impressed because I kind of had... Not mixed feelings, but no feelings towards Selena Gomez. Yeah. And I've become a big fan of her acting. She's actually a really good actress. solid actress. Um, Suits, which hasn't been a thing for quite some time. It's actually been four years since the last new episode aired on USA Network, but it's been acquired by Netflix. And obviously we know there's a whole different audience that comes along with Netflix. Um, Suits has set a record for Netflix, 3.14 billion minutes of watch time, easily surpassing the previous mark of 2.49 billion minutes for Manifest. That was back in June of 2021. So the show became available just over a month ago on June 23rd. It also streams on Peacock, but I was actually a big fan of Suits when yeah. it was on USA. And I think almost certainly that 
an increase in popularity is not a surprise, considering that Meghan Markle was just an actress when she was in Suits. And now, with all the royalty and the drama that's been going on for the last few years there, that's enormously raised her profile. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of it. I mean, maybe it plays plays I'm a sure part of it. I'm sure some of it, right? But I, I think it's just because Netflix has been pushing that damn show. It's been, every time I log into Netflix, it's the first thing that yeah. pops up every single time, which makes me wonder if, like, they signed a deal with, uh, you know, Meghan Markle when, with whatever that production deal that they had yeah. going on to push that show as well because it just seems like, why are you pushing a show that's all, that's done and hasn't been produced in who knows how long? Four years since the yeah. last new episode, and I, I can't imagine that they're going to have new episodes she, of this. You're not with her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Suits setting a record for Netflix uh, and some good news to round things out today in Pop Trash. Uh, Tori Kelly is on the men. So uh, Tori Kelly, very popular singer. If you're not familiar with her work, she's done all kinds of stuff as an artist, uh, as well as an animated feature. She was a big part of the uh, the Sing franchise. Uh, she was the elephant. Uh, but she just out of nowhere collapsed at a restaurant in Los Angeles. Um, and they found blood clots around a lot of her vital organs. She is on the men, but... Still don't really know exactly how serious this is, so she's moving the right direction, but still um, says it's very challenging. Super scary to just, you know, have something like that, but glad that she's she's on the mend now. But, uh, you know, when, you, when, when an incident like that happens, man, it just, you know, really puts things into perspective. She called it some unexpected health challenges. Unfortunately, there are still some things to uncover, but I'm so grateful for the amazing doctors and nurses who have been looking after me. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I just wanted to let Dave know I'm a pool builder out here, and some of the new heaters that we're installing are actual chillers as well, so you can heat and cool the water in your pool. Uh, just thing to think about. Message deleted. So how much do those run? Because I was trying to do some research and see like where you could buy something that cools the water down in your pool when it's 119. And I found a couple of things that claim that they can do it, but they're back ordered. They cost like $5,000. Like what's the actual going rate for one of these? And can you get your hands on one? Because, I mean, $5,000, I'll probably just pass on that. But is there a cheaper option? I mean, I why don't, don't you know. just get like a big ass cover? For it. Well, because I have that weird thing in the middle of it, for one. And also, from everyone that I've talked to, the covers in this kind of heat don't even really help that much. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm glad about? Mm. That I'm not going to have to, when I build my house, Yeah, we're not going to put a pool in. You're not? No. You'd be living your best life just floating around on that pool, we're smoking gonna, a cigar. But we're just going to use yours. You're just going to come over and use mine? Uh-huh. Don't ask to use the hot tub. I know what you want, you creep. Can't be farting in that hot tub. Nope. Please leave a message. It's against the law. The Beatles song, Come Together. What does got to be so good looking because he's so hard to see? If I said that correctly, what does that mean? And who is the walrus? I am the walrus. What? Message deleted. This is what happens when you just do drugs and you're right. Yeah. I mean, Stephen King, we were talking about this off air not too long ago. Stephen King wrote... I mean, probably 30 novels while drunk as hell off 24 packs of Schlitz malt liquor. He went out and was buying 24 packs of Schlitz malt liquor Mm -hmm. to write some of the most iconic 
books ever written in sure. his genre, at least. And with the Beatles, they were all doing psychedelics, smoking a ton of weed, and just living their best life, yeah. man. Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do drugs and still be successful. That's right. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 